0: Goodbye, old friend. <laughs> goodbye to the fan. And goodbye. It is warm, and as a fat man, I uh, I don't do well in heat. No. And, and Matt's just made a discoverer. What's your discoverer? Uh, I'm a Tory.
1: We've <laughs> <laughs> got sparkling water instead of still water. Torrid. It's, it's why. It why does it exist? I don't understand. Ugh. Yeah. Thanks. Was One was actually the name of the drink.
2: <laughs> One. One.
0: Yeah. Uh, switch water, change lives. Do you think they would have. he's changing lives for sparkling water. Do you think in the brainstorming committee, like the meeting where they were trying to f- come the name, he just wrote one on the board and then he was going to try and write a name after and they went, oh what about that?" I think whoever yeah. decided to carbonate it never bothered to taste it. Yeah, Cause... that's <laughs> true maybe. Because
2: one mouth oh no, it's a shit idea. Just do normal water. Normal water's fine. Yeah, mm. I, don't, I don't understand sparkling water.
0: So right, if you put your soda day, stream though.
2: kid. No one. We No,
0: kids? never. No, no. 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 We're, all, we're all too working class for the Soda Stream. Yeah, I think. I on. mean, uh, I'm, I'm middle class, but but me dad, <laughs> but me dad never bought it because oh, it's right, fucking okay. tight in yeah, Northern. Just yeah, tight yeah, the only thing he would ever spent money on is cars. Not yeah. it. Right, so. Yeah yeah fair enough yeah Yeah. my mum was like I'm not buying your pop you'll only drink
2: it Uh, showed her though uh. (laughs) I haven't drank a glass of water in seven and a half
0: years (laughs) gonna die in another two leave a beautiful corpse you only need to half drink the water leave a glass everywhere oh yeah just in case the aliens come like signs Mm mm-hmm yeah
2: is that movie any good still? Yeah, like, I saw it when it came out. Like, Vamanos, like, Vamanos, yes. <laughs> <laughs> like back in the the sort of the, the Shyamalan hype before uh, Lady in the Water or whatever it was it came out. We uh. watched it the other day. It was, it was signs, really yeah, it was good. Did you see Lady in the Water?
1: No, no, I, I tapped right. out after the village. No, it was great because
2: yeah. Shyamalan cast himself as a writer whose writing was so good it was going to save the world. <laughs> like,
0: hmm. All right, buddy. <laughs> the, problem, the problem with Signs, Signs was absolutely ruined by Scary Movie because it's the bit where uh Lang's in in the car mm. and in Scary Movie he looks backwards to reverse and drives forward I don't know why but every time he was in the car all I could imagine was that So just ruined a really poignant scene where he's talking to somebody that killed his wife I think
2: Scary uh, Movie is another one of those ones that's kind of come back around or like um, a I don't know I don't know if the TikToks have made it popular or something maybe but like, those films are shit yeah and yet I see oh, people yeah. memeing them constantly like they're amazing yeah um, it's the prequel it's the, the entire of genre like, yeah, yeah. yeah where it's just like no no you stop stop um, you know putting these horrible movies it's revisionist TikToks it's just
0: that's the name of the spinner podcast <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, don't, oh, I, don't, yeah. I don't I don't listen to TikTok so I don't know I and mean, we watch TikTok. Why did I well, say Well, there this? we go. No, You've told us all we need to know there. Right, start the fucking podcast. Jesus Christ. Yeah.
2: Welcome to Gashapod. Uh, we are your uh, f- how often do we put this out now? Fortnightly, weekly, fortnightly? Don't give them time, don't give it, a time, don't, don't give them a date, don't give them a schedule, yeah, yeah. no, Sometimes. don't give them anything. When we feel like you fucking deserve <laughs> yeah. it, you pigs. Yeah. Um, you deserve it. Yeah, yeah. we well do deserve it. You we do. don't think you're you your do. pigs, hmm. I think hmm. just, just pigs. True. But I'm a pig as well, we're all piggies, piggly wigglies. Hmm. Um, yep. my name is Drew. <laughs> 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 I am joined, as always, by my co-host Matt oink oink <laughs> <laughs> and a uh, little little
0: snout over there in the corner Dan
2: you're right. that'll do you, pig I, I do, do have off.
0: a very piggy nose like yeah, I, I have a piggy type so. nose would I would say say so. So. it's a piggy anyway Michael Jackson yeah. paid <laughs> a lot of money for my nose <laughs> <laughs> you have uh, a white nose Michael Jackson reference in Michael Jackson paid a lot of money for my nose oh did he yeah wow yeah
1: I bet you paid much more for that. I'm like, okay, I'm not Give going to do that. That was, that was after the call, case.
0: Give me the field house. Give me the field house, son You just doxed me twice. <laughs> I think we're fine. They're not going to yeah. put together your first and last right. nice name. Oh, no, absolutely us. not.
2: <laughs> and also, if they were since the previous episode, your middle initial.
0: Yeah, precisely. Yeah. <laughs> There's been searching for a DJ
2: in yeah. Insert City here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, uh, we are back. We are back after the. Um, it's been a the, while.
0: It's been a hot minute. It
2: has, yeah. After the, the horrors, the terrors, the uh, the, the the inappropriate, uh, culture-shattering. Oh yeah. Society quaking. Uh, well, instances it, like, of, of last episode. What,
1: a teenage delinquents running wild, like eight-year-olds across the nation arming themselves with sausages.
2: I mean, we were lucky. <laughs> we were lucky that that's the the worst it ever got.
1: Yes, we are very Society, lucky. They,
2: they managed to claw it back, uh, and we're essentially living in uh, Demolition Man now. That kind of, <laughs> you know, it's yeah. perfect, nobody swears, and it's just uh, <laughs> uh, old uh, advert music on the radio. Hell yeah. Very good. But we are talking about uh, the BBFC and mm-hmm. the rise of the video Yes,
1: Nasty. And the second and final part in the series. Oh boy. Uh, we'll be looking at the Video Nasty, a term that was popularised by the Queen of Moral Outrage, Mary Whitehouse. We'll talk about how the government's involvement created a black market and how the media fed off this new outrage over horror movies. And uh, it all started with the humble video cassette recorder,
2: mm-hmm.
1: which uh, first landed in high street stores in 1979. And when it landed, it was met with skepticism. <laughs> <laughs> Shocker! <laughs> Shocker. Yeah. Catch on. No, because this strange, new, expensive machine was actually seen as a threat to cinema. But even after one year, after they landed in stores, only five percent of households owned one. I imagine they were quite
2: expensive, is... first, right? Yeah, oh, they, they were super have been. expensive. The top loader mm. and oh
1: yeah, yeah. The There's... band yeah oh is it liz truss's favorite um oh,
0: God. <laughs> uh.
1: sorry i got political moving on <laughs> <laughs> um... what <a> weird dystopia
0: where <laughs> liz I mean... truss's favorite band is top loader had yeah. right, a one-hit wonder that wasn't even their own fucking song pound shop margaret thatcher oh anyway that's offensive to
1: pound uh, enough politics let's get back to politics yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> still as these years passed it quickly became public knowledge that video cassettes weren't regulated properly so you could get your hands on any material, no matter how old you were. They were expensive as fuck
2: when they first came out, as well, though. They right? were, to we a degree, because that's like it was like, you know, sixty quid or something if you wanted to own a movie. Yeah. So it's like buying a video game now. Yeah. Well, you yeah, but sixty year. pounds then yeah. as yeah. well. You yeah, know, yeah. It was. It was. You would probably only if if you were rich enough to have one of these um, cassette players, you, you were probably only buying a couple of movies a year. Mm. Um, but then that birth wrongins like me who would watch the same
0: like ten movies yeah, over and so, over again yeah. So Super was Ted. Yeah. mine was Super Ted I worn the tape out Super Ted Super Ted yeah oh, the film the film as well I think it was a film I don't even know if it was a film I can't even remember I just remember the tape was knackered oh wow well, I thought more about Super Ted that'll be a following episode um, <laughs> <laughs>
1: but um Interestingly enough, Drew talking about the cost of tapes, Mm -hmm. it birthed a new industry, the video rental store. Yeah. Yeah. So if you were made redundant by your employer, which obviously happened a lot in the 80s, you could simply set up a video rental store without any knowledge of the medium. Now, hmm, who does that remind me of? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Soon enough, though, the UK had the highest number of video recorders per capita in the entire world. And whilst major studios were still a bit cautious of this new technology, independent distributors wasted no time in getting the filth out there Mm. surprise surprise of course instead of focusing over the many issues of the 1980s it was the home movie and its massive boom that concerned the right-wing government at the time along with mary whitehouse of course who wasted no time in kicking up a storm over these video rentals so she partnered with guess the newspaper the Daily yeah. Mail. Yeah. Drink. They, um, yeah, the drink. And they, they began their crusade uh, with rather heated campaigns such as ban video sadism now, along with another corker for a headline, rape of our children's minds.
0: <laughs> the language is, like, more loaded than half the shit that's on the
2: fucking TV. I, yeah. the I, I, have no, I have no desire to produce a film, and I wonder if this exists already. But a horror film where Mary Whitehouse decides to take it upon herself to take out, you know, the the, the black market racketeers. Oh yeah, and, uh, wow! You know, and <laughs> just basically goes full on like, you know, pulls on a hockey mask, decides that she's going to kind of go around with a, a an axe or whatever, or just bludgeoning them with one of those. Just different. a big handbag with weapons in it. Though. Yeah, yeah. I just yeah. I like the irony that she herself would be the subject of um, an, an exploitation movie. I'm going
0: to call this because we're making that film. Is that yeah? yeah is we're that, is that a project? Yeah. No, cool. I don't want to give people the idea, because that's a great Projects idea. We love I like that. Can she
1: be, like, killed by gay people? Because that'd be great.
0: Yeah, Yay. eventually, yeah. yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Collusion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: now, the actual term, Video Nasty, didn't appear in a newspaper until the Sunday Times ran with the story by a reporter called Peter Chippendale, simply called How High Street Horror is Invading the Home. Now, in this article, Chippendale pointed towards the likes of Dritter Killer. And uh, SS Experiment Camp And uh, he interviewed <laughs> Several people In the distribution industry Who are actually bragging About being untouchable Due to the lack of censorship
0: Wow <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Well- yeah Well done mate Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Hubris yeah. Good <laughs> <laughs> This article is a roaring success uh, Chippendale described These horror movies As having full Nazi imagery Because obviously SS Experiment Camp did Sure uh, right. Including yeah. mutilated women Cannibalism and rape Reminding readers That people can now use Slow motion and freeze frame facilities to feed their darkest desires
2: I mean pause did exist on these things but it, someone was essentially doing you know a rumba while they were yeah know, it, it, oh, wasn't, it wasn't yeah. a yeah. still image no. It, no, you would have yeah. you know the kind of the black and white bands across yeah. the screen where the tracking was being It struggled and, yeah you're not you're not lifting an image there you're not fapping to that no believe me you no. are not fapping you squinted hoping you seen something yeah
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> In the Sunday Times—they continue this assault uh, on this thriving market by forwarding copies of SS Experiment Camp, I Spit on Your Grave, and Drilla Killer to the Director of Public Prosecutions and the head
0: of Scotland's uh, Scotland Yard's Obscene Publications Squad. Wow! Oh wait, sorry, was that um, was that the Scotland Yard of the London Metropolitan Police? Working alongside the newspapers. Yeah. (gasps) Holy shit.
1: you might be on to I know, right? (laughs)
0: I'm going to take the foil hat off.
1: The thing is, though, they knew that even if the obscene publication squad would not touch the movie, they'd certainly have an issue with the covers of these movies, (laughs) as it often showcased blood and gore. And Mm -hmm. if you
2: were lucky, maybe the odd boob. Oh, well, that's how you sell the cassette. Yeah, yeah, that really was. That's the, the the trip to the rental yeah. store. Is you go in and you because you know you couldn't watch the fucking trailers on YouTube or whatever. You would go and you'd be like, uh, and and this also gave rise to the birth of the video cover that lies.
0: Yeah, that's <laughs> You it. know
2: the amount of like, hold yeah. on. You know you'd watch the film and you're like, no, no, no. Rawhead Rex is an excellent example of this, where you see the fucking cover of Rawhead Rex, you're like, that monster is. Oh my god, I'm gonna shit in my <laughs> pants. And then you watch it. and It's essentially like a man in a bin bag with you know like a hedgehog car can sell to the top of his head yeah. it ain't great no no um, no but you know that's it they got me time and time again uh, along happens. with a bunch of other people yeah yeah absolutely I mean people can be a bit more savvy towards it now but it was you know you were in this shop you had to make the decision and if this you know looked like it was clearly going to have tits and or bush yeah, yeah. Uh, and a bunch of sweet sweet murder moira then uh, that's what you'd go with. Oh yeah, 100%. Uh, there was
1: a company called the British, well, an association, sorry, called the British Videogram. Uh, and they represented video distributors and they presented a voluntary list of films that they kind of considered not suitable for home video. Right. But that was pointless because despite them helping, the retailers wouldn't listen anyway <laughs> because this was voluntary. And these these horror movies were providing crazy profits yeah, for them. Yeah, of course they were. Yeah. And uh, retailers weren't necessarily creating the demand, they were just feeding it. Mm. And pressure continued to mount, and uh, even a few clueless MPs got involved in the act, including one Tory MP called Graham Bright, who made this absurd claim over these horror movies. The sort of horrific scenes that I have had to see, and (laughs) other members of Parliament have had to see, I believe they're living in a different world to that world that I live in. I believe that uh, research is taking place, and it will show that these films not only affect young people, but I believe they affect adults as well goes far too far. Dogs. <laughs> I was going to... Yeah, I was going yeah, to... I I did he say dog, so oh, dogs?
0: or dogs. Oh, he said dogs. <laughs> he, he 100% said dogs. Is he Kay Burley's dad? <laughs> I don't know. She, she. she uh, if, if I remember correctly, after the Paris um, attacks on the Stade de France, she... Uh, zoomed it on a dog when she was doing a live report and she goes, you can see the sadness in its eyes looking <laughs> around like what's that what's guy though i mean jesus
2: christ it, it, it. i mean Dogs. a lot of the time i think it's it's projecting isn't it as well it's you know this these videos have made me have improper thoughts about having Relations in my marital bed with my <laughs> wife's sister. Now, I've said this in a public forum and I'm realising that I'm still speaking about receiving the act of oral fellatio from my wife's sister. <laughs> However, I think that dogs
0: are the ones who are at risk here.
2: <laughs> my Maybe dog's it's
0: got a really nice arsehole. <laughs>
1: Wow, I was going to say something a bit more innocent, and like the dog watched and he
2: was going to tell. I just, it's a shame Dan's in this because I'd quite like that to be isolated at the end of the episode. He'll <laughs> <It'll laughs> probably get it. He'll yeah, get it. The
1: director of public prosecutions made their first decision, though, uh, after the tabloids called for a response, and suddenly it was ruled that free titles and maybe more could now face prosecution out of absolutely nowhere. So retailers could be arrested under the Obscene Publications Acts with Section 3 being the softer approach, allowing for the seizure and forfeiture of goods with a warrant. But Section 2 would result in a prison sentence of up to three years.
2: Jeez, does a wow. beaded curtain mean nothing to them? <laughs>
1: <laughs> at one point, I felt like I, wanted, I needed one for the uh, company I used to work for. Because okay. <laughs> I was getting some filth in at one point. Although, to be fair, in my current business... Uh, I do get a lot of old women walking past the witch uh, shop window, looking at my display cabinets, and then sliding on their own fluids.
0: <laughs> yeah, your shop's disgusting, mate. I hate it. I ain't going in there. Uh, no, it could be. I, mu- feel, I feel like I'm it being... could be much worse. I've, se- I've seen what you look at. It, you, you, these you, Japanese you sculptors and their obsession with
2: bunched up vulva is yeah, ridiculous.
0: It, just, just you know, like they clearly don't study anatomy. And wonderful, and wonderful, <laughs> and wonderful. That's for you too. I'm, I'm alright. <laughs> It was kind of a it was a, it was a shocking approach because
1: uh, this has never been done before. And typically enough, Mary Whitehouse and her group favoured prison sentences over seizing goods. Of course. Yeah, but it's worth noting that Mary had never ever actually watched any of these video nasties. Oh, of course. Surprise, surprise. Did you yes.
2: first in the cell, It's <laughs> like, uh, uh, I'm shooting for it." <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I done, I done rape me mum. Oh, I, <laughs> I was uh, <laughs> renting out copies of Last House on Earth oh yeah yeah, yeah. rape mates then yeah rape mates <laughs> oh, I don't want
1: to be rape mates thank no. you It's very kind of you. Yeah. no no we're rape mates no, now mate Pass the butter <laughs> <laughs> That's a that was a to... callback yeah was well, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, a callback
0: from 20 minutes
1: ago <laughs> also let's maybe mention the fact that prison rape is not a fun topic no of course no, not and uh, it is uh, in it's so, so in so much entertainment nowadays which mm. is like
0: hey, men in prisons
2: it's cool now <laughs>
0: don't yeah. drop the
2: So yeah don't the site. Oh, yeah, and yeah. we all know that prison butter is extremely subpar butter and <laughs> generally gritty you butter. Know, yeah, you, you don't want to be pushing things in places with that stuff. You really don't anyway <laughs> the first two films to be seized were
1: Driller Killer and Eaten Alive which is also known as Death Trap over in the UK mm. uh, Death Trap was a massive surprise to everyone because it hadn't been mentioned by the media before but it scenes of a prostitute being murdered it's violence towards women in the presence of a child and people being fed to a crocodile were more than enough for the DPP
2: yeah
1: <laughs> so the master copies were seized and the distributor Vipco agreed to no longer distribute the title and that was the end of it. And no, that wasn't. Um, <laughs> Never heard from again. <laughs> no. Vipco were a very important company during the 80s, and founder Michael Lee made his millions off the Video Nasty scandal until the police raided his company, leading to Vipco's brief demise until their later reemergence in the late 90s. I was going to
2: say the Vipco vault was uh, synonymous with the Video Nasty once, the kind of the heat had died off and everyone oh, yeah. was starting to be able to access the birth of the DVD well yeah that too I mean they were the first uh, company to give uh, Zombie Flesh Eaters its
1: first ever UK release mm-hmm. they provided the headline grabbing artwork for Driller Killer yeah. and they produced Spookies Hey, uh, don't have that
0: spooky Spookies
1: <laughs> Ice Bit on Your Grave surprise surprise was the next title to be banned as distributors Astra had 234 copies taken away from their warehouse I do believe that's still banned
2: in Ireland Oh, I swear Your Grave? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. That seemed like a case of like someone's just forgotten to... Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's not, maybe. I, I, there's not anyone who's actually... I'm, I'm still fucking furious about it. <laughs> Spitting on your grave, can you believe it? I've not seen the film. But it's it probably sounds, the title sound, that's done on there. It yeah. sounds awfully disrespectful. <laughs> and whilst the government
1: had taken notice of these actions, they were under the belief that it was all being handled by the BBFC. But things took a really confusing turn with the release of The Evil Dead. So when Raimi's horror hit the UK in the nineteen eighty-two, its distributor Palace decided to make the film available in cinemas and home video all at the same time.
0: Ooh, okay.
1: So of course this meant the BBFC had given the film an X rating for its cinematic release, but the home video had no certificate, and because of that, it had an extra forty-nine seconds of violence to be watched in the comfort of your own home. Mm. Wow, everyone. And those forty-nine
2: seconds. Yeah. Yeah. Do we know which forty-nine seconds they were? Because I've seen Ugh. various cuts of this over the years, but I, yeah. it, it's all just one movie in my mind. I would be, I would be surprised if it's involved in trees, but that's not that graphic though. To be, I honest. think you might be right. I think it might be that, yeah. and I think it might be a few seconds from pencil in the ankle. Yes, yeah, that too. So Manchester police would begin to raid shops selling or
1: renting the film, but these stores were often within within a few feet of the cinemas showing the same film with just under a minute cut. <laughs> like crazy. <laughs> So anger over the video nasty had grabbed the public immediately and a group of women who formed after the events of the Yorkshire Ripper case also claimed responsibility for firebombing four video rentals in West Yorkshire.
2: Oh, bloody Sutcliffe, ruining it forever.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Selfish bastard. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs>
2: think, mate, think. Think. <laughs>
0: we are both gone. Oh, no. We've lost our... uh, I'm glad (laughs) he went to prison. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) Wow.
1: Um, So, well, the pressure continued to mount, as it did, surprisingly, with the papers attempting to connect real-life rape and murder to the video Nasty. And that feel was added to the fire after Mark Austin, who was serving time in youth custody for rape and theft, Claim to have taken inspiration from "I spit on your grave. Right, Okay. It's probably worth noting, though, that Mark was a social recluse who regularly sniffed glue. But no, let's blame the video nasty. Mm. It's Mm. the video nasties who are wrong. Yes, no, the rapist is the voice of reason. Yes. (laughs) Use him as the example. And the Sun, who were also violently convulsing over the video nasty, reported on the same case with this absolutely absurd claim regarding some titles.
2: What well, the nasties usually include violent rape scenes, which end with the victims enjoying the assault.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they do. <laughs> and the news would constantly repeat itself. Uh, there was another guy called Kenneth Smart, who was facing life imprisonment for committing murder, who was somehow inexplicably linked to zombie flesh eaters, despite the courts never bringing up the film once mm. during the case. And the times, as everybody else did, would take to this trend with headlines such as "rapist was addicted to video nasties and pasta." <laughs> <laughs> Whilst failing to mention the criminal was a substance abuser, had suffered severe brain damage in a car crash, and was even on bail despite two, two prior attacks on women. Anyway, so mm-hmm. it's almost like the police weren't doing their job there. Yeah, it's almost like it's easier to uh, to just blame the old movie than the actual now, Thatcher actually makes her first comment about video analysis in Parliament due to the pressure from the papers, uh, claiming that they must bring in a new law to help regulate these films. So a new bill is proposed to properly regulate the circulation of video as they admit that voluntary standards just aren't working mm-hmm. at the moment. So it doesn't take too long for MPs to back this new bill,
2: with one stating... No one had the right to be upset by a brutal sex crime, or a sadistic attack on a child, or mindless thuggery on a pensioner, if he's not prepared to drive sadistic videos out our high streets.
0: A Geordie Tory. That was Welsh. Was that Welsh? That sounded more Geordie <laughs> to me.
1: When he got a Geordie Tory. No. That's a that joke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Okay,
2: okay. Hang on. Hang on. No, no, I'll do it. No-one had the right to be upset by a brutal sex crime or a sadistic attack on a child or mindless thuggery on a pensioner if he's not prepared to drive sadistic videos out our high streets. Wow. Yeah. So, you, yeah. choose, you choose
0: whichever you want. I feel like I'm watching an episode of Venus Mpet, now. God, that's, that, that went down well, didn't it? <laughs> yes and
1: (laughs) (laughs) typically when an important bill is to be passed in law it requires a decent amount of examination before approval and lo and behold the research conducted here was extremely inconsistent so most of this research was carried out on children who were usually handed seven page long questionnaires relating to video nasties with results stating that four in ten children had watched some of them However, some researchers presented children with fake movie names that never existed and kids <laughs> still said they'd seen them before. Yeah, of no yeah. Playground
0: bullshit, isn't it? Yeah,
1: exactly. Uh, but for some reason, that, that part of the report was never included.
0: Wow. Oh, the Tories doing that? Wow. Uh,
1: yeah. God, who for? So harsher fines are actually being studied as talks continued from the new bill and one Tory MP, Harry Greenaway even suggested that people on welfare are more likely to buy a vcr before buying food or furniture for their children oh yeah, what, yeah. What a a as
0: old as time hang on hang on classism yeah. <laughs> song as old as rhyme yeah, no? yeah. so what was it before the video then <laughs> I don't know. It's, radio it's flat screen tvs yeah. now isn't it? and iphones yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah definitely
2: Although i like the fact that they're sort of they go oh yeah they're buying these flat screen tvs instead of feeling where do I buy a non-flat-screen TV yeah, from? Yeah. Mm. The old well, you're not,
0: they're not supposed to have TV. They're no. just supposed to eat and then stare at the wall. Yes. Yeah. Watching roaches climb the wall, as uh, Jarvis said. There we go. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> it's too hot, I can't do
2: it. I just don't know what to do with it when you get into it. <laughs> you're throwing me the ball and I'm like... Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: I'm
2: sorry. It's not yeah. good. Keep it in. The
0: Uh,
1: the be uh, unsurprisingly, this is the moment though when the British Videogram Association begins to actually oppose this bill, because they're like, "Oh, hang on a second. We once stood by the government, but they saw the powers that may be enacted with this new bill, and if a censor can decide what can be viewed at home based on any political or religious grounds, then we were all effectively doomed." Mm. So, from July the sixth, the Video Recordings Bill gains royal assent, meaning it's now officially been passed through the government and is now an act of Parliament. Once old Liz just gives them the nod.
2: One quite likes sleepaway camp. <laughs> uh, one's hesitant to give the nod to this bill. One likes SS experiment camp. <laughs> yeah, probably. <Yep. laughs> Reminds me of Nanny. <laughs> but...
1: So the offences under this act are as follows. Number one, supplying or offering to supply an uncertified videogram. Let's bring back videogram, that's a good word. Yeah. Number two, possessing or uh, possessing an uncertified videogram for supply. Number three, supplying or offering to supply a videogram to a person below the age specified in the certificate. Number four, supplying or offering to supply an R18 videogram on premises other than a licensed sex shop. And finally, number five, Supplying a videogram in an unmarked transit box or where the symbols are of the wrong colour have become defaced or obscured. Ooh. Oh. Yeah, that's a tricky one. So these penalties included fines of up to 20,000 for the first offence, with other additional charges carrying a maximum fine of two grand. Yeah, so the Act would now empower the police to officially search, seize, and arrest. Any supplier who is in the business of selling rent and renting tapes who would now have to forfeit their entire stock. What a good use of their time. I know, right? <laughs> and the House of Commons, they agreed to set a monthly updated list of titles which would come under the Obscene Publications Act and 62 films were identified by the DPP and the uh, Metropolitan Police. How many have you seen? <laughs> <laughs> Surprisingly, like not a lot of these ones because some of them are quite obscure. Okay. However... Whilst I won't waste your time listening in those films, there are some significant entries I am familiar with, obviously, Cannibal Holocaust, sure. Surprise, Surprise, Death Trap, Driller Killer, Evil Dead, Faces of Death, My Spiss on Your Grave, The Last House on the Left, and Zombie Flesh Eaters. And uh, the Metropolitan Police, who are presumably too busy with their own corruption, hmm. were clueless when it came to season some of these movies, hmm. and on occasion... <laughs> On occasion, the Met would confiscate the wrong movie, such as *Apocalypse Now*, which they mistook for *Zombie Apocalypse*. Oh, okay. Yeah, it happened with a film called *The Best Little Whorehouse in Texas*, which was actually a Tom Selleck musical. Sure, yeah. <laughs> And uh, they obviously they assumed it was filth, such as a similar war movie that was entitled *The Big Red One*.
0: <laughs> I mean, yeah.
1: Can you blame them? Um, so Star Video, a rental in London, had 20 films taken by the police and the owner, Bill Best, was escorted home to see if he actually owned any of these video oh, nasties wow. at home. The jury didn't always convict retailers and suppliers, though, and uh, Barry Gold, a wholesaler at S. Golden Sons, such great names, like Barry Gold yeah, uh, yeah, in this yeah. business, he was informed by the police after his initial arrest that he wouldn't be bothered again. Well, that is until <laughs> 48 hours, police raided his own premises. Ah, right, yeah, yeah that'll do they claimed that copies of Evil Dead were on the same grounds and that was because another company in the same building, Palace Virgin Gold, were distributing them. During the initial raid at Palace, though, their marketing manager received a last-minute tip-off that a police raid was about to occur, so he had hit every single copy in a local church instead. Oh,
2: nice. That is, that is so Sweet, good. sweet, sweet Irene. I think that was one of my favourite tidbits in like, the yeah, entire yeah, series. Yeah. Now, Father, I probably wouldn't watch any of these. <laughs> if you can just hang on to them. It's uh, no, 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 no. It's fine. It's mostly you know Rupert the Bear stuff like that. Yeah. One, yeah. That also, I can show the
0: children. <laughs> 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 <Jesus>.
1: <laughs> so enraged by the fact that they came up empty-handed, they the police went for the master tapes, and a case was prepared by the DPP. So it comes as no surprise that Palace was targeted because Mary Whitehouse declared Evil Dead as the number one video nasty, despite again never watching it. Mm. So the case was actually spread across four months with various court dates with Sam Raimi flying over to testify on behalf of the film Excellent The the judge though despite this sent him home because his intentions behind making the movie wasn't in question they were just dealing with the suppliers Right and it's not the first time, though, that Raimi travels to the UK to defend his movies. Uh, I mean, he probably needed to for Spider-Man Three, but that's neither here nor there. Yeah, that wasn't his fault. No, that's not his fault either. Just um, Sam. Yeah, just <laughs> release the Raimi Cup. <laughs> just, just nothing. No, just, no. just nothing. Just, no, there'd be nothing just in just there. Just no
2: venom. Yeah, it'd be great.
1: Yeah, um, and he had to actually suffer. Like, this is a talk show which is available on YouTube, which we might return to when it comes to an Evil Dead special, maybe because he was on a talk show in 1987 over Evil Dead 2 with a whole bunch of toffs in the audience, angry over the... Co- I mean, let's be honest, cartoonish violence in Evil Dead 2. Oh, yeah, it's, ridiculous. It's, yeah. it's,
2: it's To call it slapstick is accurate. There are actual yeah, yeah. Uh, pieces lifted from Three Stooges' routines where he's fighting against his own possessed hand Yeah, yeah that's, that's trying nice to thing. poke him yeah. in the eyes. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah. Nick Powell,
1: though, head of Palace Videos, testified on behalf of the film instead, and the screening was arranged for the judge and jury. Having watched the film in its entirety, the judge, Owen Stable, declared that he did not regard the film as being obscene in the slightest. A sensible person. A very sensible person, and the case was dismissed. However, Owen didn't stop there, though. He passed the defendant's legal costs onto the director of public prosecutions, which was around £20,000. Good. (laughs) Yeah. Evil Dead would, our, would actually, though, turn up again numerous times in court, but it was almost always acquitted. Yeah. and Because they, they made their, you know, their claim in the first case, so it was fine. Nick Powell, though, he claimed that it was ridiculous that despite Evil Dead cases being acquitted, the DPP did not see fit to remove it from the original video nasties list. Sure, yeah, you would think. Like, yeah, you, like,
2: you're wasting your own time and resources by yeah. constantly pursuing this thing. Mm.
1: Still, unfortunately, acquittals weren't always the case, as there's one dealer in Peterborough Crown Court... Who is fined up to £500 for each offence for stocking SS Experiment Camp and the burning?
2: With the judge stating, I intend to do as much as I can to deter operators from inflicting on the public filth like this. This
1: didn't actually make a great deal of sense though, as *The Burning*, which was a slasher movie, was passed by the BBFC and it never landed on the Video Nasties list. Right. So the dealer had also, like, to make it worse, the dealer had also previously asked the police for some advice on some of the specific titles. Yeah. But he was ignored and raided anyway.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he was trying to be. Uh, trying to be compliant. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <He got laughs>
1: sake. During the same month, though, one video rental in London destroyed up to £10,000 worth of adult videos claiming that it's time for the industry to grow up and realise that the business should be focused on family-friendly films. (laughs) Now, what what was the reason for this bizarre publicity stunt? Well, the store was acting in conjunction with Warner Home Video uh, in a stunt to replace the porn with 100 copies of Police Academy.
0: (laughs) Police Academy is... Obviously, it's not... Police Academy has a porn star in it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) There's shower scenes in that film. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Still, all of this controversy led to one very important aspect of this era. The black market. Mm. Uh, The black market for the video nasty created an entire network of film lovers who would devote their lives to sourcing some of these banned flicks. It quickly became a collector's market with enthusiasts hunting down uncut versions of films that weren't edited by the BBFC either. As they'd often try and find the best grade and copy of a film, because there were certain ones you, you get grades like A's and B's sure. and like stuff like that.
2: Well, yeah, and the, the more—I uh, mean, if you're young enough that you don't remember VHS or certainly copies of VHS, yeah—the more something was transferred, the lower in quality yeah. it would become. The to grade. the point that it would, yeah, it would essentially become unwatchable after a while. Like
1: one of your JPEG memes after all? Yeah, 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 yeah. potato yeah, JPEGs. Yeah. <laughs> to accomplish this, though, they'd rely on fanzines, conventions, and dodgy dealers across the UK. Plenty of van scenes emerged during this era. There was one called Shock Express, and that actually had columns full of dealers who were willing to supply some of these banned movies in secret in the back pages. Mm. It's really cool, really, isn't it? What it you really is. It's, it's, cool. it's kind it's of a cool world, era. Yeah. And um, dealers relied on Amsterdam and parts of Europe <laughs> to bring in their supply, and that, as they'd often have to try and avoid customs to get the product in, because
2: customs would. Or interfering, like, most of the time. You just pack the cassette into a big bag of cocaine. <laughs> it's just drugs, off That's office. it. It's just drugs, mate.
1: But they'd actually, like, if somebody was trying to import that, they'd destroy the tape along, and they'd give them a letter addressed to the recipient detailing why they are the worst. <laughs> <laughs> More often than not, though, dealers were quite smart about this. They would swap out the reels inside of a tape for another film. And they'd even have a fake film at the beginning of the tape just to fool anybody working customs, you couldn't be bothered to skip towards Super. the end. That's pretty good, yeah. yeah. Plenty of festivals emerged around this time. There was one famous London event that hosted a marathon of movies called The Shock Around the Clock. This marathon included the likes of Hellraiser, Hollywood Chainsaw Hookers, Monkey Shines. Are you familiar with Monkey yeah, Shines? The yeah. <laughs> uh, Stepfather, Slugs, uh, The Church, The Fly 2, <clears throat> Bad Taste, and most importantly to film fans around the time, Necromantic.
2: That's a movie. Either of you seen Necromantic. I don't think I have, you... no. You don't, don't. No, no. <laughs> no. Uh, I, I, mm, at one point, she because she takes his corpse home mm-hmm. uh, cool. and basically has like a bit of a, a menage with her and a boyfriend and the boyfriend right. Starts getting jealous because she's more into the corpse yeah, uh, and okay. the broom handle penis she's fashioned for it oh wow uh, and all of that's fine it's the actual killing of a rabbit on screen that I yeah. uh, really okay. struggled with yeah. and again it's the entire movie is just there to shock shock mm-hmm. um, yeah, yeah it's 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 dumb not so dumb that they didn't make a sequel necromantic 2 Oh. Back in the Hood Back in um, the Hood No that's not Back in the Hood I was going to say <laughs> i pretty sure it's Leprechaun Yeah yeah. Uh, kind, of a, kind of a crappy film but again just one of kind of notoriety and co- yeah, controversy and everything else which is why I watched it in the first place Yeah, Bad Taste good though That guy that guy's onto something he'll have a career Oh yeah but It's worth noting though Shock Around the Club was created by
1: horror writer Alan Jones and Shock Express editor Stefan excuse me Javosin and Alan later worked with others to create f- Fryfest.
0: Oh, cool. So, yeah, which is, you know what Fryfest is? Yes, yeah, uh, in Nottingham. Yeah, yeah. Yes. The I police. Sorry. I think I met probably both of them. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, they did a talk at UNA, I'm pretty sure. Oh, yeah, you probably did, yeah. yeah. I won't be
1: okay. The police were getting greedy, though. Uh, and when a video Dream landed in at just number 21 in the top 50 rental charts, they threatened retailers that action might be taken against them despite it getting a clear 18 rating from the BBFC. We <laughs> were just angry
2: they didn't understand what was going on. Uh, yeah, well, maybe. Now maybe. then, now then. No. We were promised Debbie Harry's tits. <laughs> uh, and we've got James Woods inserting cassettes into his own torso. Yeah. I love that film as yeah. well. Yeah, it wasn't even added to the list either. It
1: was never on the Video nazi's list right. as well for, the, for, the, for a period of time anyway. Although it wasn't a regular occurrence, house raids were even conducted at one point. Yeah, but this was only for people that kept on stupidly lost collections and copied tapes for trade, and the police would seize the VCRs and entire collections immediately. Mm. If you watched any of the documentaries I mentioned in the first episode, mm-hmm. you get to see like awkwardly some guys like living at home with his mum, whilst <laughs> the police raid his entire collection. Oh, dear. Yeah. Oh, dear. Dear. oh, oh
2: dear.
1: my <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it's different, but it's when I like lived at home briefly with my mum and dad. And the plumber came in and he was just like, oh, you're right, mate, you're off on your summer holidays, are (laughs) you? Like, I was trying to buy my toys, and I was just like, I am 25 years old.
2: (laughs) Mm. Oh, gee, I mean, that is an awkward conversation, though, isn't it? It really is. You told me it was 200 copies of The Secret of NIM.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The BBFC finally became the official body responsible for awarding certificates to video, And the video recorders act made sure that their ratings were very clear on the packaging this is interesting because the classification symbol had to be shown on the front the back spine spine, yeah Yeah, and on the video cassette too. deers were then warned that if they ended up stocking tapes without these clear labels they would also be fined so disillusionment began to set in with retailers surprise surprise as a job they loved quickly became a chore because it was always the constant concern of being raided by the police and then becoming Mm. bankrupt with every new addition to the video nasty's list stock was disappearing off the shelves and the police rage could be so damaging that video rentals almost became nothing from it unfortunately still despite thinking things were clearing up the media continued their frenzied assault by attempting to tie the sharp increase in school violence to the video nasty <laughs> <sighs> you know so many issues in the 80s yeah but the BBFC, meanwhile, was struggling with the fact that they had to now reclassify some films for video. Sure.
2: Yeah.
1: And they reported their first ever trading deficit in 1986 because of it, as they struggled to meet the new deadlines. So Furman, uh, you know, the man man's scared of hot dogs and sausages, <laughs> stuck with, uh, he, he was stuck with keeping the government happy. And uh, despite his ragging on him a fair bit, he provided a clear warning to everyone at a film convention in
2: Birmingham, stating...
0: The BBFC
2: has got to please the police, the judges, the magistrates, and the politicians in order that our decisions do not become challenged by the Obscene Publications Act. It will only take one or two decisions to go against us in court actions, and it will throw the whole VRA into disrepute, and a new and unwelcome body may may be brought in to classify video films. And the BBFC, they were in a tricky position. They try to warn
1: retailers that all it takes is one sale of an 18-rated film to a minor, which could result in even harsher actions being taken by the government. Because we know that if they could, like give them an inch, oh yeah, essentially. And um, James had a point because more bills are actually trying to be passed uh, to increase the powers mm. from the Obscene Publications Act. And uh, I love this, but uh, one Tory MP visited a London's Forbidden Planet mega store to purchase a copy of *Fangoria* which he was going to personally show to Margaret Thatcher with the hopes <laughs> it would further disgust the public.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what a yeah. fucking... What,
1: what a photo op, I
0: To be in that room when they were watching that. I mean,
1: the magazine was hugely popular yeah. back yeah. then. Uh, because if the kids couldn't watch any of these Asian rated horror movies, they could at least read about yeah, them. Just yeah, just see all the magazine. bloody
2: pictures and the
1: the props and everything as they're being put together (laughs) and
2: (laughs) Fash actually did hold up a copy in Parliament wow uh, claiming yeah Fangoria did the best puppet master movie outside puppet master 1 and 2 and that is a series that has 14 sequels wow wow. Uh, I know because I watched them all earlier this year (laughs) don't know some sort of masochistic thing in internally (laughs) I guess Uh, but yeah most of them are horrendous dog shit and I don't know whether it was like the fact that I watched so many terrible films that when I got around to the Fangoria one I it was like, just good yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> but it was it had really fun special effects in it it had a fairly decent plot and not terrible acting it still looked like it was made for about £12.60 oh, yeah. Yeah. but uh, in, com- in comparison to the others I was kind of like oh I'm down for watching other Fangoria movies like Fangoria produced and distributed or whatever yeah. you want to call it but there you go if you want to watch a Puppet Master film
0: Go what, for this. Whatever that one's called. Because well, they
1: managed, because that was almost that was they attempted to ban the magazine completely mm. under the Obscene Publications Act. <laughs> so you got one of your favourite
2: movies out of that, Drew. I wouldn't go as far as favourite. <laughs> one, one of the more tolerable things I've watched this year, at least. So, yeah, still it was quite
1: clear though that the government was soon under the impression that the VRA had failed to some degree, because obviously when these films, of these cases were going into court, there was a substantial lack of solid prosecutions. And during these few years, the damage had been done to the video rental business, and the term video nasty was kind of at the back of people's minds.
0: Mm.
1: As the Tories decided to carry on with their various many crusades, one horrific murder in 1993 tightened the media's focus back on the video nasty again. I remember this, yeah. The murder of three-year-old James Bolger had the country in shock, and people wanted to know what motivated the murderers Robert Thompson and John Venables. Child's Play 3 appeared on the front page of the papers as the film responsible due to John's father renting the film at their local store. Okay. Yeah, and there was no evidence to support the claim that John had watched the film. Yeah. Uh, And in response to the Sun article asking people to burn their video nasties, the rental store that provided John's father with Child's Play torched their entire stock, which was worth (laughs) 10 grand.
2: What's weird is this is how I found out that Child's Play was a thing. Oh, really? Because I was... (coughs) I'd have been like nine yeah. at the time so yeah. not at the point that I'm wanting to watch horror movies mm-hmm. or, um, uh, uh, choices video or blockbuster or wherever it was we were going at the time <clears throat> but my mum was a Daily Mail reader more on that later um, <laughs> and so seeing Chucky's face uh, yeah, on yeah. that front page obviously a very iconic looking thing it's a fucking like creepy looking doll so as a kid your eyes drawn to yeah. it yeah. and then like seeing it on the news and everything else and then like becoming mildly fascinated with it and you know a lot of like rumour on the playground and all of that sort Mm -hmm. of stuff and I was just like this media hype has made me the child aware of this thing and got me interested in wanting to see it now Mm -hmm. whereas before I was unaware and probably would have remained unaware of this for another kind of four or five years possibly yeah. yes
1: yeah. I think they, there's a loose connection I think with obviously the what happened like where the body was found mm-hmm. and also Charles Play 3 ended at, uh, with the uh, mini train tracks in the park, in the park didn't it Charles um, Play 3 I'm trying
2: to think 3 is the one where the kid goes to like military school and then, like, comes back, like, because they. That's right. Yeah, 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 it does take place yeah, in like. two a ends in the film
0: factory. factory. And yeah, three yeah, ends, yeah. Isn't it? yeah, yeah.
1: So that was it. I think that's how they connected it train tracks. Sure. Yeah.
0: Somebody had to watch it, though, so to do it. Somebody had to know the film. film Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, Liberal
1: Democrat MP David Alton called for harsher certification following this news as he presented
2: the idea of a new unsuitable for home consumption label. <laughs> as if the damage hadn't been done already. Yeah. Like, yeah, the kid's not getting unmurdered by changing the certification no, on this fucking, no. frankly tame, goofy horror movie. Oh yeah, 100% as well. goofy. Right? But
0: it's, it's it's just about keep up appearances and it. Oh, it is yeah, yeah. It's to be seen to be doing
1: something, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Thing is, though, despite it being now 10 years since the Video Recordings Act came into law. Alton's new proposal would mean that films such as Raging Bull and The Godfather could only ever be played in adult-only cinemas. Sure. Yeah, and around this time, the BBFC had been busy with their own independent research into the effects of horror movies as they examined the viewing habits of young offenders.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Uh, There here we go, the study was flawed who could have it? Um, <laughs> because it involved 54 violent young offenders, mm. 28 non-violent young offenders, and 40 students as a control group, with ages ranging, ranging from 15 to 21. So this wasn't a quantitative study due to the numbers anyway. It wasn't, wasn't big enough. Sure. But the results showed that the viewing habits of convicted young offenders were not, were not significantly different to those of an ordinary teacher anyway. Sure. What they had learned, though, is that sometimes anyone with a violent background who engage in violence regularly may develop a taste for violent films? Imagine that. Yeah. Shocker. Shocker. Yeah. <laughs> so, this report from the BBFC was actually presented to the Home Office uh, and they didn't seem to be convinced that Olsen's proposed proposed bill was necessary. Mm-hmm. I mean, imagine if that came through, then like.
2: Oh. I mean, it, it would probably kick the black market back into gear again. Yeah, oh, yeah, it, yeah. It's going to find its way into people's homes. Yes, definitely. And the recent
1: decade had put Furman and the BBFC to the test, and an agreement was reached with the Home Office to provide clearer labelling on, on home video so that people could further understand why the rating was what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you remember, but it would like the back of the box would be like contain nudity, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, drug use, which yes. yeah, like
2: if you look at VHS cassettes prior to the mid '90s, it would literally just be the age yeah. rating, and that
1: was that's it, that it. Was yeah. A, yeah, yes. However, it is believed that Furman did have he did feel like he was less in control of his own senses during this turbulent period, and due to the actions of the government, he felt more inclined to overrule any of the decisions made by his own examining board. <laughs> so this clearly rubbed the examiners the wrong way, and they actually started to question some of his earlier decisions, which mm. is why exorcists have been banned for so long. Sure. Mm. The atmosphere at the BBFC had clearly changed and literally overnight, Furman refused to renew the contract of 13 part-time examiners. Oh dear. Now, part-time examiners there would typically work three-day weeks at an annual salary of 20000 but they were all immediately replaced by 10 full-time officials in what Furman called an aim to tighten the board's stance on sex and violence. (laughs)
0: Yeah.
2: Out with those casual... socialists (laughs) yeah with the high trouser brigade thank you and those socialists were barred from speaking publicly about their
1: time in the BBFC Mm -hmm. afterwards surprise (laughs) we got some standards in this place (laughs) despite all of this though this is so weird uh, Furman made the strange decision to start legalizing the sale of porn in sex shops properly. Legalise it? Unsurprisingly, <laughs> <laughs> oh this actually marked the end of his career. Wow. Because Furman didn't consult the home office once. Ooh. And just I mean, you know.
0: Boy. Yeah, he didn't talk it before he made the decisions. <laughs> he it didn't just so like porn. You gotta, clean, land land pipes.
1: Pipes. Yeah, yeah, you gotta clean them pipes. And uh, sex shops were actually granted the right to sell porn properly. And the outrage pushed Furman to resign. And uh, Furman's departure brought in a whole new period for the BBFC. And only literally one month after his resignation, The Exorcist was finally granted an 18 certificate along with Texas Chainsaw Massacre and Straw
2: Dogs. I remember very well. Yeah,
1: yeah. I remember, I remember yeah, yeah.
2: as soon as they became available in the Woolworths in town, um, I think I had to sort of persuade my mum to order one of them because they didn't have it on the shelves, but oh, just wow. getting getting all of them yeah I remember buying a copy of the book The Exorcist because I couldn't get hold of the movie so I'd actually read um was it William Peter Blatty is the author he obviously did the screenplay for it and everything else but yeah, yeah and then just like it becoming available and being like and it being so because obviously The Exorcist was like you know we talk about cannibal holocaust and the, yeah and like, stuff, but when you hear like was... people
1: vomited in the cinemas oh yeah it, like, it had so
2: much um uh urban legend around mm. it. Yeah, um, it really did. and then you watch it and you're like you know there are some scenes where you kind of go like, ah yeah, yeah okay that <laughs> is uh, masturbation with a crucifix wow um but uh you know uh, there was just also, clean the pipes or something just clean the pipes <laughs> um but there was a doc around the time it was actually re-released there was a documentary on bbc 2 where they went into the making of it and it was like an hour-long thing, the sort of thing you'd find on a DVD. It was probably mm-hmm. included in some Yeah, it was that the yeah. Exit, sorry. Yes. And the horrid conditions that... Yeah, yeah, you know, absolutely. The fact that she was strapped to this bed and then the strap broke and she yeah. was given, like, spinal injuries and stuff. and Super cold conditions as well, wasn't it? For yeah, because they, yeah. they had to chill the room because yeah. they needed breath on the mm-hmm. actors and stuff. And, like, they would go away overnight but they would leave it switched on so in yeah. the morning... Uh, the moisture had created snow so there was like snow on everything which meant like the bed sheets were damp and stuff yeah. so I think they ended up getting
0: pneumonia and... yeah she had a rough time didn't she yeah it was about yeah. bananas
1: did she die in a car
2: crash Linda Blair no no, no, she's... no one Linda she's... Blair. somebody else all it. The
0: Nexus one. oh yeah
2: all, like all oh this one all those, these... it's a cursed film yeah. is yeah. It? Yeah, yeah. yeah it's one of those yeah um, uh, but you know, like solid movie, and like yeah, yeah. A, a movie with like merit as a piece of cinema as oh, well. It's terrific, like so. it's yeah. it's it's weird that it was put on that video nasty list when you consider it didn't. It doesn't feel exploitative, but then when you consider the fact that like church groups and everything were so instrumental so, in like, yeah. you know, it, you, you see where it.
1: I think, like looking back, like at that film, I feel more uncomfortable in the hospital sequences.
2: Oh yeah, yes. Mm-hmm. The, uh, yeah, up, but yeah. again, that's that's brilliant filmmaking oh, yeah. For one of those crackpot directors who would fire shotguns on set, yeah. slap yeah, people yeah. in the face and stuff. Simple time. But the the noise of the MRI machine and all that kind yeah, of stuff, and, absolutely. and uh, yeah, yeah. Linda Blair's performance of how upset she's getting is all yeah, legit. Just noise. as yeah, disturbing, yeah. if not more so than the yes, you know. The,
1: the show is mine. <laughs> so, so the ban of martial arts weapons was also lifted finally. Yay! Hey, Kawabunga! Yeah, Kawabunga! Yeah, <laughs> uh, the 12A category was introduced alongside, I think, the Born Identity might have been one of the first films with the 12A certificate. Oh wow! Okay. Which later led to the brief re-release of Sam Raimi's Spider-Man because I think they released it as a 12 beforehand and then a 12A afterwards because <laughs> right. that was around the time where they changed when they brought in the so new classification. So this is
0: 2000.
2: Two?
1: 2002 it's 12 it
2: for the first Spider-Man yeah,
1: yeah. sure all right. well 12-8 afterwards but yeah, yeah but even yeah. that I'm kind of
2: like I am I mean it's been a minute but I'm trying to think of what would push it into that category to be honest with you
1: kind of a brutal fight scene towards yeah, him yeah the Gabo death at I the guess. end no I guess yeah. impa- yeah, he gets impaled with yeah, his glider of, yeah Yeah. just Willem Dafoe's face
0: too frightening <laughs> for yeah, children yeah that's <laughs> true yeah, that's true. <laughs>
1: yeah the truth uh, Robin Duval was the new secretary who had actually had experience in regulating television already, which was kind of neat. Uh, however, he was labelled as a Channel 4 Liberal by the Daily Mail. One oh. <laughs> of Ben Elton's lot. <laughs> yeah. uh, Duval actually had no connection to the broadcaster despite this. Oh, okay. Um, but he helped correct the course of the BBFC with actually no effective guidelines. Mm-hmm. And during his time, the digital era was making its mark and video games such as Carmageddon <laughs> we still refuses a certificate. But Carmageddon is probably a story for another day. Yes, yes. Yeah. And since the 1980s... The BBC has become a lot more accountable and they've recognised the rights that adults can now choose their own entertainment within the boundaries of the law.
2: Well, this is the purpose they should have always served, which is yeah. to enable you to be informed about your decisions, not mm-hmm. tell you what you can and can't watch.
1: Yeah, I mean, understandably, there are films that still receive several cuts today and there's a small number of truly obscene titles, but if you examine Texas Chainsaw Massacre, it's clear that the times have changed.
2: I think a lot of it comes from... Um, desire from revenue though doesn't it like these studios know that if a movie has a 12A cut you are making X amount more than that pounds per screening of it than if it's a 15 cut so if that means removing uh, 36 seconds worth of footage from your two and a half hour movie you are going to do it as a studio because you know that the the fiscal return on that Mm. is is that much higher. because I don't
1: know if there's a direct link to the fact that Texas Chainsaw Mask came back out in the UK Mm. and then the remakes came quickly quickly afterwards and, with, and with what films days. they are?
0: Yeah,
1: um, there were a bunch of like. So we had the terror movie makes, and uh, we actually did have another film—a uh, parody, the Texas Vibrator Massacre. <laughs> uh,
0: well,
2: let me make a
1: note of that. Uh, one. <laughs> <laughs> the, the BBFC drew the line on that one, and that still hadn't been
0: released properly. Oh, yeah. damn it. <laughs> uh, I the, must know uh, a guy who knows a guy. Oh yeah, definitely. Oh, you yeah. could Google it.
2: Yeah, oh well, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna track that one yeah, down. Yeah, of course
0: that's so what he's doing tonight if, if, if we ever get a page from we'll do just Drew Reviews yeah I'll do yeah. I'll do Riff tracks. <laughs> for uh, yeah hey
1: the BBFC have had some new issues presented to them with the explosion of video games and digital streaming uh, but then that's I think that's another discussion for another yeah. day how they dealt with video games a guy called David Austin is the current director for the BBFC stone cold David Austin <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> Uh, and was an examiner on the board in 2003 and has helped enforce age ratings on online music videos right. um, along with classification for mobile network operators so if anything hmm. like it seems like he's quite capable like yeah he's, he's yeah. going with the changing times yes yeah. yeah let's be thankful though because like i mean mary whitehouse is long dead but i mean it, imagine if she was alive when doom came out the remake for doom She's she... living doom right now. <laughs> oh, yeah, she is, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and The video nasty scandal is just, unfortunately, a faint reminder of how government interference can make matters much worse and how the media whips up the country into a state of frenzied panic. I think our next thing is um, trans folk, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. It seems to be the next yeah. people
0: that are being attacked. However,
1: despite everything, uh, it's nice to know that after discussing this, nerds still find a way.
2: And they always will <laughs> and they always try and keep will. us from our stuff yeah, yeah try try it try fucking try it yeah
1: and there we have it that's the, that the brief story of the video nasties
2: fantastic very well long, uh yeah. yeah feel free to get in touch with your own experiences with the uh, black market movies <laughs> yeah definitely video nasties send us a- some no, percent, no don't do that oh. i i do not want to receive unsolicited videos uh, <laughs> either online or through the post this record. is the texas vibrator massacre yeah, well, yeah, yeah 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 if you're the guy that knows a the guy then you know put me yeah. in church with your people because uh yeah i, I want to see that um but no it's it, it's weird because it's it's a very clear memory um for me like being just at the arse end of that and, and kind of having you know almost direct interaction with you know some of these yes. uh, you know shitty quality tapes but the mere fact that you could say you s- said you had watched this movie yeah, yeah. Uh, even if it ultimately ended up being something fairly disappointing that was just a victim of hype yeah uh, the child's playthrough thing is just when i finally got around to seeing that i was like this is this is enormous. this is jokes crazy stuff cool right well uh, yeah as usual thank you very much for listening to us uh, thank you Matt for uh, doing so much work writing all this stuff thank out thank you I
1: read multiple books we wouldn't have a
2: podcast without <laughs> well done. it so we appreciate it man. thank, you. thank um, you you can get in touch with us on social media uh, just search uh, Gashpod on the Twitters and the Instagrams and the Facebooks so on. Uh, Myspace Bebo wherever you uh, Bebo. do Facebook. your social yeah absolutely yeah, yeah. Um, email us gashapodcast at gmail.com. Um, I'm genuinely interested in if anyone's got like stories and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, definitely. Especially well, for the video say. nasty stuff. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, yeah, we will be back soon with more tales of awful people being awful oh, in pop culture. Yeah, we've got Satanic Panic coming up soon. Oh, oh so. I'm looking forward to that one. Okay. Cool. Right. Well, thank you very much again from myself, Matt. Goodbye. And Dan.
0: In a bit. Take care, everybody. And my Thank dog's got a really nice asshole. <laughs>